Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, this is Corbin, and normally Lucas is the one giving the intro, but today we're doing a little something different for one of my uh, school projects for sport marketing. So um, we're going to be talking a little bit about the marketability and future of uh, the Major League Baseball Association. But normally me and Lucas have, uh, we've, we've talked a couple times about, uh, especially the Braves, um, this past World Series run, but now it seems like I get to lead the podcast and have him as a guest. So I might as well welcome Lucas. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I guess this is my own, my own show. You know, I, like you said, normally do the intros or whatever, but I'm glad to pass the reins over. Have you lead one here? <laughs> very happy to be here. Very happy to be your guest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I had to try it out at least once. I had to see what all the fun was about. Of course. Uh, <laughs> so um, just going to get right into it. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge baseball guy. I know you, you've you become more of a baseball fan as um, as time has gone on. Uh, and so I, what I wanted to do on this current event, um, I was doing it during the MLB lockout. And I was thinking to myself, how can the MLB better market itself? How can they appeal to consumers more? Um, in your eyes, Lucas, what would you say is like, maybe the number one problem facing baseball right now, just in your opinion? Mm, I would say the number one issue in my eyes, it'd probably be just the overall marketing of the product. It just feels like as a whole, baseball has failed on numerous occasions to really, you know, lift the sport up where, you know, the NBA has 60 plus million followers on Instagram and the NFL is, you know, drawing massive ratings. Baseball is just feels like a couple steps behind in that aspect. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm, I'm glad you touched on that. Uh, yeah, it just feels like it's kind of stuck in its their ways, which is kind of, it's just crazy because baseball's always been on the cutting edge of analytics. They've always been uh, kind of ahead of the curve, but now it seems like they're, they're falling behind a bit. Um, so in my, um, my article report, I talked a lot about uh, just different ways that baseball, in my opinion, uh, when the lockout ended, should try to better rebrand itself. So I guess now we can kind of follow up on some of those ideas and uh, see exactly what's what's happened. So uh, one of the first things that obviously is plaguing baseball and is plaguing the marketability to especially a younger crowd is the, um, the pace of play. Obviously, if, unless you're a really diehard baseball fan you're not going to want to sit down and watch a four-hour game that they play six to seven days a week um so actually in the minors this year they are uh they're testing out uh the pitch clocks uh obviously which got put in the new cba but also they're testing out uh catcher wristbands that communicate signs to the pitcher to hopefully speed up the pace of play uh how do you feel about that, Lucas? Like the the having like an Apple Watch on your your hand to better communicate. Yeah, I, it's it's interesting because it doesn't seem like something that you know would be normally introduced. But like you said, they're uh, trying different things here, and I find it interesting because we just had the massive you know scandal with the Astros doing all the signs and whatnot. You know, I find it interesting that they're they are adding a, like a pretty big technological change here to the game you know for the catcher there I, I find it I think it'll be overall good for the defense you know like the pitcher and everything I I just it's more just like 
I don't know. It's it's baseball is very interesting in the fact that it is like you said, it's a very traditional sport, like very you know stuck in their ways. And as much as like that is an issue, it is kind of the charm of it. So I don't know exactly how I feel about this. I think it's interesting to play to see it play out, you know, over this next season and see you know what else they can do to you know further extend this, like make the game more futuristic. I guess. Yeah. I agree. I think they definitely need to find a way to kind of breach into this new generation. But at the same time, like it, it does feel very weird that especially coming off these big science dealing scandals, that there's kind of might there might be an easier way for science dealing to happen now, which is which is a uh, uh, a little backwards. But, you know, yeah, um, <laughs> another thing I really want to touch on. Um, so obviously, you know me, I am a huge uh big data analytics guy that is my dream i want to do analytics in some sort of sport capacity um and one of the my other main point in my uh present my article report was that i think it is crucial for the mlb to provide uh statistics such as like a stat cast uh mid game so the viewer can understand exactly what they're watching uh instead of just having to listen to someone now, as, as someone who I guess is a little bit more of a casual baseball watcher, uh, maybe just a little bit for you, but uh, how would you feel about some sort of like live, uh, more live statistics that are easy to digest uh, to like a uh, TV broadcast? Yeah, I, the thing, I think it would be an awesome addition to the game. I think that it would normalize it more, you know, because I mean, you do have that. I feel like, you know, the analytics discussion really comes down to two different sides of fans where it's like they're either anti-analytics or pro-analytics. I think doing this can, I guess, tear that wall down and kind of at least normalize it for the anti-analytic fans because, I mean, it is a good thing. I feel It is, I think, now not really a, a big question. I think it's helped a lot of teams, you know, find winning and success and all that. And, I mean... ESPN two and ESPN like kind of do different broadcasts and where they do all the stats and you know, it is a little bit like too much, but like you said, if they mix it in some, you know, statistics here and there that can really, like I said, normalize and kind of just bring it down to a kind of like an elementary level that most fans can understand and enjoy, you know, that part of the game. Yeah. I feel like as long as the information is, like you said, like exactly like you said, broken down to where it's easy to understand and digest. I mean, I don't see why the the fans who are, I guess, against it would have a problem if it's just like kind of popping up on the side of the screen. I mean, and for the casual watcher, it'll help them learn a little bit more about the game and hopefully get some more, um, some more interesting fans or interested fans. Yeah. uh, And and I would say like, I would say for the broadcast team also, they have to be able to deliver it because, you know, you don't want these old old players that are doing the, you know, the one ass like the analyzing part of it. You don't want them to like constantly bring down those analytics, like kind of talk down on it. You want them to kind of, you know, embrace it. I, I think that would be a big part of it. Yeah, definitely has to be more of a, a supplementary thing rather than like the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, I know we ran a little bit over, but um, obviously I'm sure you and me will talk a little bit more of this outside of the recording booth, but uh, I really appreciate you helping me out with this and uh, coming on. I know um, you introduced me to the podcast game, so thank you very much, sir, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was a pleasure doing it with you, you know, I mean, 
I just hope we have a you know good enough analyst you know analysis for this, and I mean mm-hmm. I look forward to talking more baseball throughout the season. Oh, absolutely! Very excited for the season to start up. Well, um, thank you so much for listening, and uh, really appreciate it.